Glenn and Kim Scriver are the nicest people you could ever meet, the kind of people you'd love to have as neighbors. Considerate, handy, friendly, and funny. Only if you lived next door to them, your driveway would be four miles long through a narrow tunnel barely wide enough to fit a car and one that actively carries water. Glenn and Kim are the caretakers of Grizzly Reservoir just east of Aspen, and the tunnel is, for many months of the year, their only link to civilization. It's also a crucial linchpin in a very complex plumbing system of ditches, canals, and storage that transports water west of Colorado's Continental Divide, east to thirsty cities along the Front Range. And it's on the east side of the tunnel where my co-producer Jamie and I have arranged to meet them to learn more about their unusual job. We've parked on the side of the creek and we're staring intently at the entrance to the tunnel that has a no trespassing sign and a metal gate to keep the curious away. We more expect to see a boat emerge than a car, but after a few minutes we hear splashing sounds getting louder and louder until finally we see headlights and then a Honda appears from the opening. Well, hello there. No worries. Hey, hi. No worries. How you had run into traffic on the way or something? Yeah. <laughs> Before the scribers left home this morning, they had to close a gate to stop the water from flowing through the tunnel, an idiosyncrasy of their lifestyle that we're about to experience yeah. firsthand yeah. as we climb into their car to make the return trip. It will be a drive under a mountain that will take nearly 15 minutes to complete. Are you nervous? Oh, he is. <laughs> it's a walk in the park. Wow, we're in a pipe. Yep. It's yeah, about right four miles board. long, straight as a gun barrel in here. So you can let go of the steering wheel? Yeah, it's, see, there's driving shelves on the side and then there's a trough in the middle. So you pretty much, it'll kind of keep you centered in there. It's of course completely dark in here if Glenn were to turn off his lights, which we've been warned he does to humor nervous visitors. The tunnel is actually a nine and a half foot diameter concrete pipe built in the 1930s and paid for by farmers from the town of Ordway on the southeast plains of Colorado. Glenn says it was built by unemployed mine workers and was an engineering triumph. They blasted it out from both sides, which is amazing back then and they met in the middle and were nine inches off from each other. The tunnel is part of the Independence Pass Trans Mountain Water Diversion System and is still owned and operated by the Twin Lakes Reservoir and Canal Company based in Ordway. In the late 1970s, municipalities were looking for water, so now the cities of Colorado Springs, Aurora, and Pueblo own most of the rights. When the gates are open, water will rush east through the tunnel to Twin Lakes Reservoir. From there, it flows into the Arkansas River and eventually to faucets some 150 miles away. Driving through the tunnel feels more like being in a boat than a car, and in fact, occasionally, they see fish jumping in the few inches of water left along the bottom. Every so often, a big splash of water will smack the windshield from inlets in the ceiling that relieve pressure from springs up above. How often do you all make the trip? Uh, at least once a week. That's it? Well, sometimes, I mean, we used to have a, our son went to school out in and out of here every day for a few years, so it just depends what's going on, what time of year it is. In uh, May and June, we can't come through here because there's so much water we can't ever shut it off. It's not long before we see what we hope might be the proverbial light at the end of the tunnel, but it turns out to be a reflection of our headlights. Okay, so that's just our reflection on a tunnel, oh. tunnel gate. Oh, There's, that's where the water comes in? That's where the water comes in. So we're like 20 feet below the top of the 
water level right now. Glenn makes a hard left up a ramp and pushes a button to open his garage door. We daylight into a setting of pure Colorado mountain beauty and before us is the reservoir, aqua blue and sparkling in the morning sun. The lake collects water from several creeks in this 54 square mile watershed. Those creeks are funneled into systems that each have culverts, spillways and gates of their own and it's the scriber's job to keep them flowing. In fact, we've met them in their busy season. Fall is when they do much of their maintenance and repair work on the system. That can range from cleaning out diversions and canals to grading the 25 miles of road like the one we're driving on now. They're also responsible for charting how water is moving through the system. We take these charts and Kim has to go, goes through every two hours and writes down what the water amount is and then we average them up for a day and yeah you have to show due diligence on your water. You, you got to prove that what's coming in, where it's going, how you're using it, you know. Yeah. The simplicity yet sophistication of the system is impressive, and Glenn thinks it would be good if folks on the front range could see what it takes to deliver their water. You know, we have, like like I said, a few tours have come up. People are pretty amazed by, you know, how things all work, and I this whole system, there's not one pump on the whole system. It's all gravity flow. Eventually, the snow will start to fly, and they'll switch to their winter routine, which is a bit more relaxed. They'll spend their time measuring snowpack and repairing heavy equipment like their bulldozer and front-end loader. They'll put those into use in the spring, clearing roads that will likely be under snowdrifts at least nine feet deep. For Kim, this is the part of their gig that's not her favorite. The scariest part of the job, for me at least, is we plow out in the like first part of May. While he's in the dozer, I'm kind of cleaning up behind him, pushing snow off the sides. Try not to look. Yeah. yeah. When you're up high on loader, you can see over. Kim laughs. It's the time when she gets caught up on her prayers. Still, she and Glenn wouldn't trade this job for anything. They clearly love each other's company and the beautiful setting they share. And frankly, they joke, if they did ever have a spat and threaten to storm out, they'd have to wait two hours for the tunnel to drain. Two hours, they're up here to forget what yeah. they were even leaving yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love it up here. It's yeah, nice. I, I mean, bet. if you like this climate and this, you know, kind of surrounding, I, the last two guys that did this job died up here, so that's kind of our plan, yeah. <laughs> that's a good plan. We'll see how it goes. To see videos and photos of the tunnel, visit our website at h2oradio.org. From the Continental Divide in Colorado, I'm Franny Halperin.